0: Welcome to episode 50 part b a bonus edition of the fantasy football surgery podcast OK, so we're coming to you in the same game week uh, on the 23rd of February. Those of you who listen regularly may have already listened to our 50th instalment, um, which are released a couple of nights uh, prior. But there's been some big news in the uh, Premier League. We've just found out in the last 24 hours. Um, unfortunately, Claudio Ranieri has been sacked, and me and the Iceman thought we'd come <laughs> on the pod just to give our severe, severe condolences to the man. <laughs> Welcome back, Iceman. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks. Obviously not, although we're very, very sad and we think it's... Uh, well, I, I personally think it's shocking that they've uh, they've ditched him at this point. Um, we're actually putting a bit of a bonus pod on because we think you need to factor in in your transfers this weekend. Manchester City, so they've got their replay cup tie against Huddersfield coming up on the 1st of March. And if they win that, that's going to give them a double game week in game week 27, which is going to completely change a lot of the thinking given we've been focusing on the teams in game week 26 And 28 who actually are playing. So we thought it was important that we get in early and get you thinking about how you're going to manage the next three game weeks. Iceman, I know you've been thinking a lot about this as well. We're going to start off by talking about uh, a couple of players that we'd recommend and that we're thinking about for that double game week. Iceman, do you want to kick us off with uh, with anyone in particular? Well, I think the obvious one is
1: Aguero. I think everyone is probably thinking Aguero now because he's the one who, that we know has got the pedigree, he's scored before and he's always got the potential of, of high scores itself. So in that double game week, he's definitely going to be a captain option, even a triple captain option, depending on how you feel about the other options in the other double game weeks coming up. So, Aguero, yeah, he's definitely coming in for me next week. Now, uh, I think I'm going to remove Kane for him. I'm not entirely sure about it yet. I think it involves a bit more thinking of uh, who I actually want to get rid of. But I think it will be Kane because I've got a load of money in the bank, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll bring him in, captain him straight away. It's just a matter of if I choose other players. I mean, you have some other players which you're obviously thinking.
0: Yes, oh, and I'm chipping with those, and just I think I'd add to your sentiments and, uh, because if we'd have been having this conversation about two months a month ago, I wouldn't have been that excited about this double game week. But actually, City have started to find a bit of form in the last month. They put five past Monaco in the week. Granted, they couldn't defend for Toffy, um, Aguero particularly uh, coming up trumps in that game, and also uh, coming on as a sub for Jesus the game previous and scoring there. So. Um, I can't see Kelechi being uh, rotated with Aguero in either of these games. So I think you're going to get the full you know, 180 minutes out of him. And I think what we'll, we might mention in a minute is the idea of a triple captaincy for Aguero if you do go in that direction. Um, I'm going to go from front to back if that's OK. Uh, yeah, just just a few more on Aguero, really, as, <laughs> as you
1: mentioned. It. He is, as you say, he is in form. He scored two against Monaco and assisted. He just looked bang on it now. looks like He's ready because obviously he's going to be hungry because he he lost his place to Jesus or Jesus or however you want to say it. He was obviously out the team. He wanted to get straight back in. As soon as he came back in, he's going to be really hungry to score. So he's got a point to prove now, hasn't he? So you've you've got to be looking at, definitely thinking about bringing him in if you're not.
0: Yeah, and I think the reality is, in terms of who you're going to rotate him for, for a lot of managers, it does mean uh, dropping one of your big strikers, whether that's Zlatan or Kane, for this game week. It will have to be uh, for the game week when they've got the the, uh, the two games. For me, it's going to have to be Harry Kane that goes, whoever couldn't playing twice in that game week. I think that's actually worth it, even though Harry's been in good form in the last uh, the last month or so.
1: Yeah and depending on if you want to kind of uh lose some transfers to use later on you can actually remove Lukaku and bring in him because Lukaku is playing at Spurs and obviously that's quite a tough fixture for them. Yeah. And that's at uh Spurs White Hart Lane. It's depending on if you think he's going to get any goals there. Obviously, after that, he's got West Brom and, and Hull, so you might want to bring him back in straight away. But you're getting to the point where you kind of you, you might need all these chances. So if you are thinking that, try and think about you might need those chances moving ahead.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's definitely worth forward planning the, uh, the transfers. And it's getting to the stage in the season, like you say, Iceman, where just making a transfer in a game week for the sake of it isn't always that helpful actually you might be worth hanging off and uh, holding on to your two transfers for the next game week especially as we've got all these these double game weeks potentially coming up over the, the last stretch of the season
1: yeah exactly
0: um, moving on to like who
1: else you're kind of considering yeah for me I've got Amat and I'm actually looking at probably removing Amat because he never plays. And I thought you said you were going to put in Amat for a second. And <laughs> no, I was like, no. I
0: was, I was, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Go he's on. my main target. <laughs> no, I,
1: I've got Amat, so I've got to kind of remove him. And I'm thinking maybe if I do a minus four because I've already made my subs this week now already so I'm in that boat where it's already done I I can't hold on to a sub or save a transfer which might be a good option for you if you're kind of thinking about transfers at the moment but I've done it so I've got to deal with that so now I've got Amat and I'm thinking next week I definitely want Aguero so I'm going to take out Kane bring in Aguero and then I've got the choice of whether to take out one of my midfielders who's going to be playing game week 28 I've already set that up to be Ready for that game week already? So and then I've got um, my back line where I've got Amat, who's not going to play. He's a dead player. So whether I take a minus four to bring in the likes of Stones, who yeah. you know you 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 can be worried a bit about Pep's rotation here, and he could not play Stones in one of those games, which is a concern. But it's probably a risk I'm going to take, considering I've got a blank player there. If I do bring in Stones and he does play. Both game weeks, yeah, I'm I'm gonna credit from it, uh, no matter what, because he's gonna get two points each game guaranteed, unless he gets sent off for a yellow card or something. (laughs) But yeah, he's got the capabilities of getting two clean sheets as well. So, yeah, and he's also got attacking returns as he proved against Monaco. Yeah, Uh, so that 's the one player who i 'm thinking in from the back what 's what 's your opinion on stones well I, I,
0: I agree with you on that actually for the first time this season i 'm actually going to uh, be positive about John stones because in the last few game weeks, i think he 's got more points in those three than he did for me in the entire time I owned him he 's actually on a run at the moment in his last three games he 's got eight points, three points, and six points, so he 's becoming a more viable option. The other thing I like about that idea, iceman is that City on the road, in their last uh, five games away from home, have kept three clean sheets. And one of these these games in the double game week is away from home. So actually, I don't think that's a bad shout. If he comes away with a clean sheet from that, and even if he only got two points at home, that's still a decent haul. Um, He's only 4.7 million. I have to say, I don't see any value in the other city defenders just because beyond that, they're about sort of half a million to a million more expensive than stones. As you say, rotation's an issue. The other reason why I'm confident in stones, and again, this is where we need Ben Dernary to come up trumps. But if you look at the city options in defense on the FPL app, there's quite a few exclamation marks over them. So I'm just wondering about fitness And the other thing with this, just in terms of Pep's style, like you did with Torre, Stones was taken out of the team for a little while. Now he's back, he's playing regularly, um, and I think it's a situation where he'll keep him in the team. So he's one I'm definitely considering.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's played the last three, so you're kind of still hoping, he played in the Champions League, kind of still hoping he's going to play the rest of the game. So it would be a punt, you know, you can never trust Pep, but... It's, it's a hopeful one, and 4-4, four four, I think it's worth my risk taking this
0: one. Yeah, I agree. No, I, I'm with you fully on that. And I think, especially if you're at the top side, if they play well, you could get two cleanies out. Of. You're absolutely laughing. So, should we move into the midfield? Yeah, sure, yeah. Okay, so for me, there, there's a few options here. There's a bit of a debate for me around uh, Sane or Raheem Sterling. Now, Sane is 7.5 million. He's gradually getting more and more... Into the city side, Pep trusting him in the Champions League now. Raheem Sterling, after a little dip in form, feels you know very much the form player at the moment. He's seven point eight million. If you look at some comparison between the uh, the two of them in the league this season, obviously Sterling has played twice the games of Sarney. Now I looked at some stats on who scored com At the moment, Sterling is being rated higher, but that could just be due to the fact that he's had more games. Sane actually completes more dribbles per game, uh, makes the same amount of key passes, makes more tackles than Sterling, um, but has half as many shots. So he seems like a bit more of a provider. Sane on two goals and one assist this season. Sterling on six goals and five assists. So again, if you even out, they're actually performing roughly as well as each other.
1: Yeah, and they both bagged a goal and assist against Monaco so they're both in-form yep. players but yep. again, again I mean I suppose it's the rotation risk again it doesn't matter who you playing because if you're looking at City's games you've got to be mindful that they've got so they've got Huddersfield on March 1st then they've got Sunderland on March the 5th and then this is where the Stoke game is going to come in so it's going to be on March the 8th on the Wednesday so that's a short period of time having a lot of games then they've got the FA Cup on the Saturday uh, if they get through against Middlesbrough on the 11th and then they've got Monaco the the Wednesday after that so you're looking at all those four fixtures uh, five fixtures there and you're thinking there might be some rotation there you you, you can't be guaranteed that all these players are going to play so that's why I mean you, you, you make a compelling argument for both Sane and Sterling but uh, f- For me, I think I'm gonna just leave it with Stones and Aguero because you're going to because yeah because my my risk you got you got taking part each team is different and my risk is probably less. I mean, Aguero's are nailed on for me. I'm I'm doing that one no matter what. It's just the Stones one, which is the risky one, and getting rid of a player which doesn't play, I think, is uh, lessening the risk. If I'm unless I'm getting rid of a player which does play in 28 as well, you don't really want to get rid of someone who's playing in 28 and also yeah. you've got to think about their fixtures after that as well because they've got Liverpool yeah. directly after that yeah. and then after that game they've got Arsenal Arsenal and then they who have they got after that so then they've got Chelsea, Chelsea. So, so it's three tough games yeah. after that so you've got to be worried of whether you're going to keep them and keep them playing and Stones in my opinion is less of a risk because I could probably bench him in nearly all those games because I have a pretty good set up team other than for the rest of my defence
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's that long-term thinking. I guess we're starting to creep now into the the more of the cons of being seduced into this double game week, because on the face of it, you could think, great, three players. But like we've said, there's the issue of game week twenty-eight. Potentially, you've got to make more transfers if you do have three city players that then aren't playing. And then even beyond that, we'd have to question their value in those three following games. Although to be fair. Liverpool and Arsenal, I definitely think they will score in those fixtures, given how those two are playing at the moment.
1: Yeah, no, they're more than probable to do that. It's just, you know, whether you want to take a risk of rotation and then both teams can keep solid against them. Liverpool perform against big teams and Arsenal have always got the capabilities of holding teams out. So, yeah, all this has kind of come into thinking with this drop of a bombshell of yeah. a City on this uh, game week 27. But that's the reason why we're doing this short pod, just to so try and help some people.
0: I suppose what we're getting into here is about knee-jerk reactions and the uh, the potential. It looks great on paper, but actually what is the true value of uh, putting all your eggs in the City basket at this point in time? The the only other player I'm just going to um, mention, because I know people will be thinking about him, Kevin De Bruyne. So realistically, again, if you're going to bring in Aguero, you're going to have to sacrifice a Hazard if you're going to go for KDB. What are your thoughts about him for these uh, these fixtures well I do think he'll probably play both of them but um,
1: I've had KDV in the past and he's literally ruined a few weeks for me because I captained him so I, my trust in him is not great in fact I would have captained him last week if I had him I, I advised that to one of my friends at work and <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily he didn't and he captained Sanchez but um, great <laughs> punditry <laughs> yeah, no. but I probably would have as well like, you know, yeah. but I, I don't know if I could trust him he yeah. he plays well in every game, but he just doesn't necessarily score all the points. But I say that, and he's going to come away with a massive haul in these two games. I,
0: I'm very tempted by a uh, Aguero. Um, Aguero KDB combo for this. I'll be seriously considering this over the uh, over the next few days, depending on what happens in that Huddersfield fixture. Who
1: would you who would you take out for those two then? What is your thinking on who would you take?
0: Well, out? if I go with Kane, yeah. to fund it, yeah. um. I'd have to take Hazard out as so another high-priced midfielder. In defence, I'm kind of mixed. If I have any money left over from those two, which I probably have, I'd, I've still got Kingsley, actually, so I've probably been him. My experiment with Patrick Van Arnholt has gone horribly wrong, <laughs> so it could be him as well. So if I've got money left over Kingsley, if not, it'll probably be um PVA.
1: Again, you've got to kind of be mindful of how decimated you want to make your team for game week twenty-eight, which exactly. is the one with very any games and a lot of people blanking. So,
0: I mean, I'm twenty points, and this this could be a roll of the dice that either does me in for the season or catches me up with you. So, I'm uh, yeah, I'm by my need to chase you. And again, this is another thing you need to think about: Am I making rash decisions too? try and catch up with
1: you yeah we're we're doing this podcast maybe you're just trying to get this uh, so you can get some information out of me and know what i'm doing i, I
0: see what you're doing that's the only reason why we're still friends
1: you devil you...
0: <laughs> okay so a few ideas in mind there just a word on current triple captain material yeah that's the thinking isn't it i mean <laughs> Again,
1: we go back to the pet rotation. That's just a nuisance, yeah. isn't it? I mean, people uh, who's in the FPL graveyard, lots of zombie teams with Aguero in their team are suddenly going to s- start feeling a little bit restless yeah, <laughs> and be like, yes, brilliant. Yeah. Aguero's in. He'll be my triple captain and probably catch up. But it's just a risk. For me, it is an option, and I, ha- I did think about it. And But looking at it, Arsenal might have Sunderland and Leicester at home for game week 34 that, that yeah. would require them to lose to lincoln in the fa cup which you know could happen <laughs> yeah. otherwise it'll be in uh, game week 37 so there, I would want to put my triple captain on Alexis, so there are other options, so saving the triple yeah. caption option for a game week where there's more options might save you in that game week as you you might have yeah. more players to select from, so therefore, if you choose the wrong players but the right triple captain in
0: that game week, that might keep you up with the herd uh, I, yeah, and in terms of that range of players to pick from, if you save your you might have said this I spend, but if you save the wild card that week and You have pretty much free reign on choosing the the man you want.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's it's difficult. I mean, he could score massive. Um, I I am a little bit worried that he's not going to play all games, but I'm still going to bring him in because I just you've got to take a few risks in FPL, and this is probably just. I
0: I, I don't know. I th- I think um I think now they've got no other strikers. I I fancy can to uh, get the lion's share of the game at the time. But I hear your I hear your concerns. Just um just the word on Stoke. 'cause they're gonna have a double game week as well and I, yeah, I forgot about them. <laughs> one game is at home against Middlesbrough, So there could be some possible for maybe a cheap under a peters or something like that
1: yeah i mean like obviously if you've got the likes of peters or you know any city player or any stoke player you're going to be loving it but i wouldn't necessarily bring in a stoke player just for this double game week because they're not keeping a clean sheet against man city i don't care what anyone says it's not happening and maybe against Middlesbrough they might but probably only going to get another extra two points uh yeah from them, so, so it's, I, it's not worth a minus. It's not, it's not worth it because eventually you're probably going to want to get rid of them. The thing is that their fixtures after double game week are pretty poor because they've got Chelsea, and I know Leicester's not doing very well, yeah. but then they've got Leicester, uh, then
0: Burnley. Who, or who now we're going to have a new manager, so maybe. Turning the, the tide in form wise, yeah, exactly. And then so, they've got Burnley away, so the yeah. potential goals will uh rapidly,
1: yeah, and then Liverpool, so yeah, not not brilliant. So, no, I wouldn't bring anyone
0: in. Obviously, if you've got Crouch or Peters, keep yeah. hang on to them, and uh, that, that would be my shout, yeah, yeah, okay. I think that's pretty much everything we want to say about the potential for this obviously it all depends on them knocking out Huddersfield on the 1st of March so anything else to add Iceman
1: yeah just that um yeah if they don't beat Huddersfield they will get the game in game week 28 so if you are not considering Man City players because you're worried about if they don't beat Huddersfield well they will be playing consecutive games anyway so you're not going to be hurt that much if you do bring in the likes of Aguero or Stones or Sterling.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair comment. So lots of things to consider. Which way are you going to go? Is there going to be one, two or three City players if they get a double game week? Tweet us at FF underscore surgery. Let us know who you pick and how many you go for. And let's hope they beat Huddersfield so we can have this as an option in in the following game week. Game week 27. Iceman, I'm going to say goodbye to you and we look forward to speaking to you all next week when we have the general back on joining us he was fantastic a few weeks ago great to have him back again yeah good luck guys looking forward to having the general back as well fantastic good luck in the game week everyone if you haven't listened to it already episode 50 is out now uh, listen to us on soundcloud or on itunes uh, give us a comment and a review and we'll look forward to talking to you in the next game week